Welcome to Insight Flicks. This is a movie discussion podcast created by three brothers. My name is Mike, and like always, I'm here with my two brothers, Richard and Raymond. We love to talk movies, and this week we're going to talk about the new action movie, Nobody, that stars Bob Odenkirk. Um, Better call Saul himself. Better, yes, and Breaking Bad. And I think he has won a Golden Glove for that role. I'm not sure. He has uh, <laughs> definitely has won some critically acclaimed for his dramatic uh, roles. Uh, but he is better known, or he's formerly known as a, a comedian and a, a comic writer. Uh, but he is a man of action in this new movie. Uh, we're going to take a look at it. We're going to review it. And uh, let's, yeah, here's a clip. Hey, I have an idea. How about I make that lasagna that you love tonight? You know, from scratch, like I used to. I used to work for some very dangerous people. They came after my family. They stole my kitty cat bracelet. And you don't do that. Give me the kitty cat bracelet! It's been a hell of a day. All right, so this is, uh, the stars, like I said, this stars Bob Odenkirk. And he is, um... In this movie, he has an overwhelming need to crack open the skulls of violent criminals. Uh, he is. A, this is a darkly comic action thriller. Uh, he plays a seemingly ordinary family man who, after experiencing this horrible break-in that has threatened the lives of his wife and his son and his little daughter, he becomes consumed with this uncontrollable, uncontrollable rage, and now he's looking to quench that thirst of violence. He's looking to exact revenge, and also his mysterious past comes back to haunt him. Uh, this is written by the John Wick franchise co-creator Derek Colsat. This is also directed by hardcore Henry Helmer, uh, Lila Nashuler. Is that how you say it, Rich? Ilya Nashuler. He's a Russian-born filmmaker. Uh, really exciting new talent here. And uh, this co-stars uh, Connie Nielsen and uh, Christopher Lloyd. Um, so uh, let me talk. Let me throw it to to Raymond. He just finished watching this. Let me hear what you have to say about Nobody. Okay. Well, yeah, I was I was looking forward to the movie based on the trailer. I wasn't really expecting much from it. I was just looking forward to it because I'm a fan of Bob Odenkirk, and it was it was it was interesting to see him, you know, try something this different. And just based off the trailer, you could see that he made an incredible transformation. So I was like, yeah, I want to see this. And um, I was I'm pretty surprised by how much I ended up really liking the movie. The movie was better than I thought. I was expecting it to just be kind of like a John Wick movie, and it very much is. But this has a dark sense of humor to it that I think is just very much missing from a lot of the John Wick movies. And um, uh, I, I, I had a lot of fun with this film. Um, Bob, uh, Bob Odenkirk is uh, really badass in it. I've, I've been a big fan of his like um, before Breaking Bad, uh, back when uh, he was doing like Mr. Show and working on Adult Swim a lot and discovering like people like Tim and Eric. And, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a big fan of all the weird stuff he's done throughout his career and, dir- and directing, like, the Brother Solomon. Remember that weird stage? <laughs> <laughs> he, had a, he had a directing comedy career at one point. Yeah, so I love all these, like, you know, detours that he's made. And, um, yeah, this is fascinating. Um, I'd love to see another action movie with him sometime. I think um, everyone in, in the cast is excellent. Um, the, the script for this is... Um, 
ser serviceable, you know, exactly what it needs to be. But um, I, I, you know, one of the things that I, I enjoyed about it and about the script is, is the movie's villain. Mm. Uh, it reminded me a lot of what um, Birds of Prey was actually trying to do with, um, uh, what's his name, with Obi-Wan. Oh, um, yeah. Ewan um, McGregor. Ewan McGregor, yeah. Yeah, it reminded, but this felt, it felt like a more grounded version of that. It felt more like a perfected version of that. Oh, and I see. By the end of the movie, I was kind of thinking to myself, I really wish that this team, this like writer and director had made um, Birds of Prey. I hope, um, you know, either Marvel or uh, Warner Brothers snatched this, uh, snatched this team up for um, one of their upcoming movies because I, th I think these guys did an incredible job. The director of this film, um, he did the, film uh hardcore henry which um you know back when that movie was coming out i, I was excited for it because the trailers looked crazy and unfortunately when i got around to actually sitting down and watching it i, I it was it was just too much for me like 20 <laughs> minutes into the movie I, I had to stop i was like um it's impressive what they were able to do but i just it was a headache for me i, could, I couldn't do it but uh after <laughs> seeing this movie you could tell the director you know he's he's not just all style he's he's a real storyteller he 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 knows how to uh, make a movie, and um, he's not just like a guy that is all all style, no substance. And this, this is he elevated this movie a lot, and um, yeah, I, this this movie was awesome. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with that review. Um, let me ask you this: Did you want to see a nobody sequel? No, but I would like to see another uh, action movie with Bob Odenkirk. Maybe not necessarily in this type of role, but. But no, I, I don't want to see a sequel. Mm. Do you don't, you don't want to see this maybe like combined with the John Wick franchise, like set in the same not, universe or not something? Really, not they're, really, because the times when this movie kind of felt like John Wick, and it didn't feel as John Wick as I thought. It reminded me more of like Die Hard or something like that because of the sense of humor that this movie has. Mm. Um, but um, it also kind of reminded me, and, and this might be like a, a diss to some people, but I really loved the, the movie, especially back when it came out. But it reminded me of the Thomas Jane Punisher movie. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, I love that film. <laughs> so, and, um, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know where I was going. I, with well, <laughs> I, I got a, a, like a Death Wish vibe. The, Char the Charles Bronson. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So, um, Rich, what's your thoughts on, on Nobody? Yeah, uh, I'm a I'm a fan of Odenkirk and especially his uh, his the roles the small smaller roles he's been given uh, everything from of course Breaking Bad and and even you know and Spielberg's The Post uh, I thought he was fantastic in that yeah, yeah. Uh, role also Nebraska mm -hmm. yes that's the that's one role also uh, he does uh, and uh, I kind of went in expecting uh, a total John Wick uh, you know um knock what's off that? knock off i mean even even with the 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 film's poster itself i mean it's it's got his face with a bunch of um fists punching yes. at him and it's sort of like john wick's last post poster where he it was just john wick's face <laughs> with a bunch of guns aimed at his face <laughs> it's basically the same poster um but yeah, uh, going in, going into the film, I just I just wanted something just like John Wick, and I got all that and more. I thought it was it's this movie is is even it it it, it, it touched me a lot even more than uh, John Wick. And um, I, instead of John Wick having a dog, this one has a cat. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and uh, uh, 
I just I just cared for Bob Odenkirk's character even more in this film. And unlike Raymond, I would like a sequel to this mm. film. I'm waiting for Mr. and Mrs. Nobody. And I think <laughs> I think Connie Nielsen character, um, they had to have been, um, they had to have had a past, you know, together. together. Yeah, well, they yeah. definitely mentioned. Well, they hint at it. Yeah, they definitely mentioned they have, they, she knows a little bit about the dark side of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree with both of you. I mean, I, I was thoroughly entertained with this. I had a really great time watching this. This movie was awesome to me, for me. This movie was awesome for me. Uh, in some ways, I you know, I was probably more entertained than the than watching John Wick, uh, or at least the John Wick sequels, because I think the franchise, the John Wick franchise, has increasingly been taking itself too serious, seriously. It's been, it feels like, a, you know, the John Wick... F- and they've been getting dumber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If those films, the John Wick films, feels like it's more occupied with these with this fictional world this, and they're, they're like their fictional jargon and they're, they're fake characters, you know, I'm the adjudicator yeah. and, you know, you got to go see the TikTok man and mm-hmm. there's these rules and, you know, uh, like, no, man, it, it, to me, that feels like too, uh, it's too... too cool for school that's why i'm personally a little scared about a sequel i feel because i feel that they would lean more into that stuff maybe you're right maybe yeah but no i see a i see a sequel right away i i see i see it going fantastically with the well they do kind of set up a sequel in the end but there's an opening for that yeah yeah i'm not uh, against it i'm just it depends on their approach i'm not against it i I think richard has a good idea but i fear that they go more the john wick route if they make a sequel well, nobody feel to me. It feels like it's going back to the basics of why why I loved the first John Wick. You know that simple story where he, it's just a really just a kind of a revenge film. Now, mm-hmm. uh, I think the reason why this is better than because I think Rich, you're right. This could have been like a really kind of a knockoff of John Wick. Yeah. But I have to give credit to the director, uh, uh, Nash Schuler. The, he, the he's this Russian born filmmaker. Mm-hmm who started his career directing videos, music videos, f- for his own- He's a musician, right? Yeah, for his own rock band or his own metal band or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he, 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 did a, he did a music video where it's all point of view. And from there, he was able to turn that into a, the hard Kurt Henry. And uh, I didn't see, uh, I think I saw the first opening shot, you know, like first nine minute opening shot of hard Kurt Henry. Mm-hmm. And it looked good, it looked fine. But like Raymond, I was like, okay, there's just this gimmick. Here he's now telling a story where he's using cuts. He's using setups. He's using action sequences. And he's great. The way he sets up the, the this, this character, Bob o- Odenkirk's character, Hutch, the way he, go- he goes into like multiple shots of him just being an ordinary man. He drinks coffee. He's too late to take out the trash. He goes to work, <laughs> you know, he goes and he does this routine and it's a you know he sets up the character in like two seconds like because it's a multiple cuts like sure mm-hmm. and that's all you need which i think other directors would like take a whole like maybe 10 minute sequence to set up this like he is an ordinary guy with this guy with with nash Schuler, he's doing it really quick he goes i know what people want we want to set this character up but we really want to get to the action right away as soon as possible and he does and uh, well, it's that, and also and, it also does it also doesn't feel that he's rushing it. It's that's all true. very natural. Yeah, the that's way true. But but it's all that, and knowing that he only has so such budget. I mean, this budget was only sixteen million dollars. Mm, wow, that's nothing. That's John yeah. Wick's, you know, catering. <laughs> I mean, that's the the blood supply, the fake blood. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That I mean, this is yeah, this is 
crazy yeah, and, out and what i really like about the action sequences is that that bob odenkirk gets hurt in this film you feel that he is yeah. he's he's bloodied he's bruised he's you know he's hurting he gets stabbed at some point he gets he gets punched multiple sure. times and he's hurting very much like a john wick but we don't feel it with Keanu Reeves. He, he he's almost at certainly in the sequels. He's like feels, Michael Myers. <laughs> yeah, he feels like a super superhero character. Where uh, Bob Odenkirk feels like he is. You know, he might not come up when he gets hit in the face. You know, or <laughs> you know, he is thrown into a. He gets a, knocked out. <laughs> he gets knocked out a couple of times, and he is you know, but but also we know that he's capable of, of uh, withstanding that that hurt too. I mean, he's he has an incredible um, amount of. Uh, of uh, pow- uh, power where he could take enough beating. And I think that what makes the character so, so special or so intriguing because he's able to take the hits and keep on coming. It's kind of like that yeah, Jake, it, Jake it, Ramada type of, you know, you never got me down, Ray <laughs> type of <laughs> attitude that he has very much like a, a 70s style uh, character, but you go ahead, Raymond, what were you saying? So it's kind of like all these characters, you know, like John Wick or like, um, you know, Liam Neeson's character from Taken, they all have like, you know, these like special skills and stuff. But it feels like his character, he has these special skills, but he was also trained like in the way that these people weren't to take a beating. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. I really, I really uh, uh, loved the film. I thought it was Absolutely, one of the biggest surprises I've uh, of, of what I've uh, uh, the biggest surprises I've seen so far. I mean, of, of of an action movie, I was really really taken aback by this because it is a fun movie. It's yeah. great, and, and and really, it's a lot of credit goes to the director, and also a lot a lot, a lot goes to Bob Odenkirk and, and his training. Mm-hmm. The training he it, it all paid off for all that uh, a year plus. That he did uh, training for this movie itself. I mean, it's just it it shows up on screen. It's great, and uh, seeing Christopher Lloyd, and Christopher Lloyd as yeah. uh, as his grand or his father, his yeah. aging and father, and too. Also, man, that uh, <laughs> the sequence with those three is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I really, I mean, I really like that they they set up this world where it feels real, and then and then we get to the final third act, and we know what's going on in the third act. We we yeah. see this coming right away, and sure. it, it becomes. And it becomes a cartoon. It becomes a comic book. But because they set up the the, the world and they set up the character as this grounded character, then we can let go with when it comes to the third act. When it, when it becomes okay, yes, this 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 is kind of ridiculous. This, this is ridiculous violence, but it's, it becomes fun again. You know, it's. I really think that the director needs a lot of credit here. I think he's very smart. Yeah. He I mentioned he mentioned in the interview that he sees this movie as addiction. That the character he is addicted to violence, and this is really a symbolism of of drug addiction or whatever. He's he is he got sober for a couple of years, and now he's addicted hmm. to drugs again, or he's addicted to violence again. And I, I love that take. I, I, when he said that, I go, oh wow, that, that's a great insight to this character. Yes, he is addicted to violence. He is addicted to getting back into action. He yeah. was he was he was on the wagon for many years. He tried to have a, a normal life, but then he is back. Uh, in the in the streets and uh, getting high again, basically. <laughs> so I love yeah, it. There's the, I mean, there's a lot of other things I would love to talk about this movie, but it'd be getting uh, kind of spoilery. Yeah. Well, let me let, maybe let, delving a little too deep into certain things that happen into the in the film. Well, let me mention why why I love Bob Odenkirk because Bob Odenkirk, it, you know, 
obviously he has this great history with comedy. He, you know, famously he created uh, the Matt Foley character, uh, Chris Farley's famous character, the inspirational uh, speaker. He's known as this great SNL uh, comic writer, sketch show uh, character uh, creator. To do this in his what fifties now. It's just an amazing ride that he his career has gone, yeah. And 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 to pull this off, and 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 because like easily this movie could be very generic. And let me just show you a clip in the recent Death Wish <laughs> remake with with um, Bruce Willis. What and, terrible movie? No, this is Bruce Willis. This is the, the the Death Wish remake, and this is a very similar scene that I'm going to show you with what Bob Odenkirk. I want to show you the difference. Now this is not too, uh, too not a bad scene. It's just like a typical. What do you expect on a typical scene here? Here, here. Now here's Bruce Willis trying to get some information. So you're looking for something specific, very specific. Why well, specific? Let me tell you. Panerai watches. You got any of those? Yeah, well, why don't you just let me check the reserve collection over here, because I think there's something here that might interest you. Drop it. Kick it away. I want my stuff. It's in the back. Keep moving. Who's Fish? He's just a drop guy. Yeah. You're a crew that stole the shit out of my house. You just described half the shit in my shop, man. You killed my wife. Look, I just don't well, fish. I just don't fish, okay? I don't know the other guys. I told you. Shut up. All right, so basically, it's Bruce Willis just showing that he could kick ass, and he's 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 holding his gun. He's you know he's being a a, a typical kind a tough of guy. tough guy. Like I'm a, I'm gonna kick your ass. And so here's a similar scene in Nobody, where this is Bob Odenkirk's take, and it's totally different. In his mind, he knows he could kick these guys' ass, but he doesn't really want to do it. He's still struggling with the idea of, do I want to get into this violence again? And I think it's an interesting idea because it's a totally different take. Now, could, nobody could easily have been the guy who comes in and then kicks a whole b- bunch of guys' ass. But this is a very dark, satirical take on this same kind of scene. Asian Mansell, FBI. <laughs> I'm looking so old. What? Your ID is a badge. Inspired by about 20 years. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that ain't you in the photo. So, who are you? I'm just a man. I was looking for someone. Yeah, well, you probably shouldn't flash cheese like that around here, bro. There are three types of people who, as you say, flash cheese. People who don't know any better, people who are seeking to intimidate, and people like me who wish with every fiber of their being that someone would try to take it from them. Uh, thank you for your service. You too, old-timer. (laughs) 
so the, the the criminals find out that he's you know who he think he is and then they're they're scared of him so it's it's, it's a, a very john wake moment it, it is a very dark moment but it's also because of bob odenkirk he brings a sense of comedy like a dark dark comedy to it and i found it yeah. so so this one's so kind of unexpected where i i expected him to kick all these guys asses like what uh, bruce willis would have done and here he is showing that he is a, a, a bigger uh, threat and, and, and it's a different take on it. I, I really enjoyed it. I think that's what makes and, this movie smarter. And it reminds me of also just how cool and calm his character is throughout the entire movie. Really, Yeah, yeah because he's, you know, as we learned, he is trained for this type of uh, situations where, you know. Yeah, because you hear Bruce Willis just like screaming over there. <laughs> yeah, we're pointing his gun in around. Uh, I, you know, like again, I think Bob Odenkirk is the reason why this movie com- doesn't become a, a knockoff or a send up or becomes a, something totally different. He adds a sense of uh, of maturity to it, and and also a sense of dark, sardonic comedy to it. And I think that's what makes he this makes mo- it a dark comedy. Right? I mean, I consider this like a a, a dark comedy in a way, a, like an action dark comedy. I think so too. I uh, yeah. And I think it's mainly because of, of what Bob Odenkirk brings to it, the, this film. Yeah. So I, I just wanted to point out those two scenes because it's very similar. One could go one way, which is the Death Wish remake horrible way, <laughs> or this way where it's very fun and very <laughs> and I think entertaining. They tried to make that movie a dark comedy as well, but it didn't. They, I mean, they didn't. He didn't. Eli Roth didn't pull it off. <laughs> well, Eli Roth can't pull off a lot. <laughs> so let's get into the grade. Uh, how would you grade this, Rich? Uh, I give it an A um, minus because uh, it. Uh, um, well, let's just say uh, I expected more from Michael Ironside. <laughs> uh, yeah, he had a very small role in this this film, but I, I hope he's in the sequel. I think I I would say that as some of the funnest times of of watching films this year, I would count this one and Boss Level. <laughs> very, yeah, very similar. Where I didn't expect the to be this fun i would get i would give this a little bit a little bit more of an edge i think this is an a for me but uh or like a like this is four stars for me and which is it's a lot i mean but i had such a good time watching this movie uh raymond yeah i mean i would also give this four stars but i give this like a like a like a b plus okay yeah um i think i i think i like boss level slightly more i mean it's tough that's very tough because it's just i like how um that felt like a unique take on the um, on the time travel loop. Yeah, yeah, the time loop, uh, and that I mean, I, I wasn't expecting that to be so good, but I mean, that's tough to compare. <laughs> yeah, yeah, these two are a good double uh, double header. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, Boss Level is now available on Hulu, and uh, Nobody is available now on VOD. Uh, it's it, worth the 1999 rental. Yes, it is. I'd it, say it's very entertaining. If you like that kind of John Wick, if you like, yeah, the if you Richard- like John Wick, I think if this is John Wick with a sense of humor. Good. Yes, I agree. Totally agree. All right, so that was this episode of of, of Inside Flicks. That was our review of Nobody, which is out now. Uh, you want to add anything else, Rich, or anyone? No. All right, let's get to uh, uh, Rich. If people want to listen to our past episodes, where can they go? And what could they do? Well, I'll let you know. <laughs> uh, they can find us on InsideFlix.com. And if they, they can't find us there, well, look us up on Google and look up on iTunes and Google Podcasts. You'll find us. We have You'll a, find us. We, ha- we also have a Twitter page, right? 
I think it's, uh, I think it's blowing I think up. So. <laughs> yeah. We got fan uh, Facebook page, I believe so. See, right? That's true. Somewhere. <laughs> Go to insightflix.com for all the information. All right. So that was this episode. Thank you for listening. We'll be back very soon with a new episode. Hopefully, we'll be back soon. Thank you. All right. Bye bye. <laughs>